all have our own lives to lead, you know, and, you know, often you'll read... So I, I actually have to say, when I read the news, I'm often thinking, how re- what, what is the relevance of this to my life? Yeah, European disasters don't always get uh, news time either, so is this void in African news nothing to worry about? I was like thinking, well, how can I feel ashamed of something that I didn't have any direct... Um, control over and I probably at the time wouldn't have had direct control over as well so we're, we're here to discuss the oh the, are you starting then yeah <laughs> you did it to me often enough so we're here to discuss the big issues in an relatable ways uh, we are the people's countryside environmental debate podcast thanks so much for being with us today's question is from South Africa so if you're in South Africa and you've lined up a question it may be your question. Uh, sort of stealing a line from Stuart there. He normally does that sort of thing. I'm William Mankelow. I'm one of the po- the podcast hosts, as always. Uh, if you listen to this podcast, you would know that by now. I'm a, f- a photographer, but leaning more towards being a presenter. I, that's where my work is taking me, presenting a live show, presenting talks, presenting workshops, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In fact, Stuart and I, we did a live show, live iteration of this podcast, and it was the 25th of September. That's nearly two months ago. Um, but who are you? Do you want to just uh, just do you want to talk about that and but just to say who you are and who your mm. cha- what your challenges are this week? Mm. Okay. Well, I'm the mainstay of this podcast. Uh, without me, William would be nothing. I'm Stuart, the wild man, Mabbit, and my job, if you listen to this regularly or if you don't, it's about getting people out into nature in as many ways as possible. And my ongoing challenge is still finding time to write and and uh, as, I, as I've said in the last two episodes if you're a writer just say okay on a Monday morning that's my writing time and just protect it we're here to explore the new perspectives and views uh, with, with you and hopefully develop you and ourselves into more rounded people these are conversations that need having very often we say, we, we say we try and debate but actually these are just meandering uh, conversations just like you'd hear two men sat in a pub and um, what I would say uh, there are six themes that always run through our podcast and it's always interesting to watch them come and go what are they William well we'll start with the human condition because I think that's the one that underlines absolutely everything but there's also philosophy um, f- uh, nature yep. uh, 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 social justice yep. um this is this is like this is like being on this is like being on a test at school, isn't it? And you're not gonna, two more. Um, tell me the last two. Climate and sustainability. Climate and sustainability. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the underlying themes, isn't it? You know, we don't we don't often prepare too much for these questions. We do have some 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 of the some questions that you send in to us, and we thank you for everyone you send in to us. Mm. One of us maybe have a, a has a bee in their bonnet. Um, but mm. we, we, we start from we start this exploration almost from the same way the place you are potentially, mm. you know, um, we, 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 we encourage you to, to, to follow along with us and, and agree and disagree with us. And if you disagree with us, then tell us. And if you agree with us, also tell us. Um, we'll, we'll tell you the, we'll, we'll tell you the email mm. address at the end. Shall, shall we, we Stuart? will. But the, the, very often we have a guest on who will specialize in a key area. But um, uh, some guests uh, say, oh, I don't want to come on because I'm not an expert in this, in, in not, not an expert in that. But people expect us to carry on pre- presenting this podcast, William, and we're not experts. You just have to have a willingness to explore the unknown and then 
try and get an expert in as a guest to, to talk about certain areas and then we learn from them it's not about us it's about them in the subject and then learning yeah we learn we learn along with you you know we listen to mm. i mean like we said I said at the start of this, you know, we had two experts in our first live iteration of this podcast. Mm. And um, a lot of it was actually spent listening because they, you know, they come up with some interesting things. You know, they've got they've got their their specific expertise um, and it's really interesting just to listen to them. Back when we, we recorded very recently with Chase Sinai's um, that a lot of that, a lot of that was spent both of us just listening to what he had to say because mm. he's got a different perspective than we have and... It's very interesting and it, it will definitely change both of us, I feel. It's, it's been said that we should be the experts on this podcast. We should make ourselves into the experts, the go-to experts for listeners. No, we're just the go-to ordinary guys. Well, I, you're more ordinary than me, William. But we're the two ordinary guys uh, that people come to and then we're, we'll drop in an expert now and again. Yeah, but maybe maybe that our expertise is actually to discuss to, to explore these questions from a non-expert's point of view I mean, that is yeah. the expertise but anyway we're going so far away from we need to get to we need to get to adwin's question so it's adwin, adwin from south africa adwin thank you very much so much for sending the question in everybody who sends a question in it's really appreciated it keeps especially adwin from south africa yes i've been to <laughs> south africa you've not you've, you? you've not been have you i've been to the isle of Wight. <laughs> i've been to grand canaria we're getting there, aren't we? It's slowly but surely, you'll go. I, th- I think. I think the swallow will get there faster than you would. Yeah, um, yeah I went to. Um, I went to Durban in South Africa. There you go. Anyway, so Adwin's question is as follows. I'm guessing it says because I've got it starts with hardly ever see, but I think it's we hardly ever see any reports mm. in the UK of African disasters. Is this a cover up, a leftover attitude from colonial days, or are these far off events just not relevant? European disasters don't always get news time either. So is this void on African news nothing to really worry about? I think it's all to do with localism, local journalism, you know. Is it really... I remember Eddie Izzard saying um, something about the line, something along the lines of whenever there's a um, a disaster somewhere in the world, oh, there's been a, there's been a terrible earthquake in the in the middle of Asia, you know, a million people have died, but and one British person has stubbed their toe. You know, it's like the the only reason why they've mentioned it is because there's there, there's been a British person involved in. That's what made it. That's that's what makes it news relevant. I think. That is probably the reason why it's not covered on 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 UK news, and and what and also it leads to the wider question as well: is what actually does make news? Do you sometimes watch the news? And I've, I I my news uh, consumption has gone down extremely in the last two years. I I I, I tune into the radio on a, on a on a semi regular basis, but what actually makes news in the first place? How does it make the news in the first place, and who makes those decisions? News is is picked if it's going to get a reaction. It's going to get people coming back to watch the news tomorrow. Adwin, is it a leftover um, attitude from colonial days? I think that can be in there. It may be conscious. It may be subconscious. Um, like we, you, you mentioned earlier, we've done some interviews, uh, not interviews, some, we've done some recordings with Chase Iron Eyes from the Sioux community and uh, the First Nation Indians in the... America 
And he was saying that just because you live in a, a, colo- a pre- previous colonial country doesn't make yourself a colonialist. But ignorance of your own history and ignorance of the effects and implications on the present of that history, that still doesn't make you a colonialist, but it, it does make you uneducated about what, what's in front of you. I think it... it I'm not saying that the news editors are colonialists, but there is a there is a, a thinking even in you and I, William, of of um, you know we we are also where we are because of our own history and the, the abuses and atrocities we committed across the world building the British Empire, and that's still happening now um, in certain parts of the world, especially against the Native Indians in North America. But when it comes down to the news editors, I'm not necessarily sure it's in their conscious thinking, but it's it's in their societal... They're thinking, what's going to get people coming back tomorrow watching my news programme so I can keep my job? That's, that, that's still rooted in colonialism, but I don't necessarily think it's a conscious decision. Yeah, I was, yeah, was going to say that, um, yeah, the, the colonial... That must be in there. That colonial thinking must be in there somewhere. Yeah. But just not aware of it, right? Yeah. And then Adwin also says these far-off events are just not relevant. There is a relevancy to it, but it's all motivated a lot by selling the next newspapers, getting the next view, viewing figures up. So there is a relevance, but it's sort of like um, expanding that. It, 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 it's um, We have a... Many societies have a, have a narrow viewpoint on what's relevant to us. We need to broaden what's relevant because... A lot more is relevant than we think. Yeah, and it's just it's just good to um, talk about just find out what's happening in the rest of the world. Uh, yeah. My my wife who is uh, a Finn, she's from yeah from Finland, and she often will read the um, I think it's um, different different news in Finland. Helsingin uh, Sanomat, which is the main one of the main Helsinki newspapers, or Ule, which is sort of like the, you would say, is the Finnish version of the BBC. Um, they're the Finnish Broadcasting Corporation in a way. Um, and she just reads it because often, especially because it's Finland, it's close enough for the news to be covering the same, roughly mm. the same things, but they'll be covering it from a different angle. In in a, in a previous episode, I think it was Anzu's episode. Actually, yeah, we um, we mentioned about, about the newspaper map of the world, um, which mm. we linked in our Patreon post. If you remember, Stuart mm. um, newsletter, yeah. newsletter, yeah. So that's a public newsletter. It's good to go. It's worth it's worth checking out the newspaper newspaper map of the world as well, because then you'll see different different ways of mm. um, different f- points of view, and also very hyper localized ones as well. So the more local a news article is, the more the more hyper local the news is, right? So even a national news would be relatively local because you know mm. if you go if you if you were in. Even in even in Paris or, or in or in Brussels, which is not far away from London, the, the news would be very different. Mm. They'd be covering so many different things because you've got to be relevant to the people you're 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 writing for or presenting for. I I I don't think it's to do with the fact that it's on in Africa. It's in well, I say not to do. There's a large part of it. It's not to do with Africa. It's just it's out there somewhere. It, it, it doesn't matter that it's on the other side of the world. I mean. That it's just the other side of the border. We have these relevances that create borders, and the borders can be in your own country. It's sort of like the, uh, I'm in Manchester at the moment, and you're in house sitting for me in Oxford. 
Yeah. When you're British, you know, you have different counties. Sometimes you don't give a flying f- what's going on in the next county. Uh, you know, especially Wiltshire. <laughs> you well, know, and then more, even more especially that other place over there. What's it? Begins with C. Cambridgeshire, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, because it's... We all have our... I mean, this is going off of your question a little bit, Adwin, so apologies for this, but we all have our own lives to lead, you know, and, you know, often you'll read... So I, I actually have to say, when I read the news, I'm often thinking, how re- what, what is the relevance of this to my life? Because often news will be irrelevant, especially breaking mm. news, you know. Mm. But it, it's interesting, isn't it? Interesting. I what mean, what the... makes news and what doesn't make news, and that's and why don't why don't you know? For example, um, why if there's any disasters in big disasters in Africa, uh, whether it's natural or or man-made, mm. um, why why are they not being covered? Uh, you know, mm. you'll you'll see protests in the actual protests in the UK that are happening um, and have no coverage whatsoever, and mm. uh, some people see it as a cover-up, and I would say it's just well. Obviously, whoever's making the decisions about the news just don't see it as newsworthy. I think there's that, but it, sometimes it is a cover-up as well. But that, that's a different thing. But yeah, yeah, the, absolutely. The, you do raise a very good uh, point, Adwin, again. You know, European disasters don't always get uh, news time either. So is this void in African news? Nothing to worry about. I agree with you. Disasters all over the place don't get reporting. But it is this void in African news? Nothing to worry about. I think it is something to worry about. It's something to be aware of and it's something to push for because, you know, opinions are formed by gathering information. If you limit your information gathering, your opinion is sort of narrow. Yeah, we can just quickly touch upon the last point point of Denny's question there as well then, can't we? Our climate... The previous one we did, yeah. Yeah, the previous, previous question in the last episode. Are climate crisis deniers really deniers? Or are they just, uh, you know scared to face what's really before them it could just be that just they have a very limited set of data and they're just picking up they're, they're picking it from the places that that, that affirm their that, that confirm their bias rather than trying mm. to get outside of that so mm. you know that's just how it is and and, and what the, the the point that chase is chase makes about that you know you don't have to be um you know from a country so like like if, if, we're, if we live in england for example we we have a colonial past it doesn't make an as colonialist colonial colonialist colonialist thank you very much i can't even say it yeah so, um it doesn't make us that but if we're not aware of it of, of how of how that past has helped us and and uh, also the the impact it's had on people around the world and still having and still having then then we're sort of you know we're un, we're uneducated for about it right. that's actually a very hard truth to actually face isn't it and maybe that's mm. the reason why there's there's pushback against it um mm. i remember um sitting in a room with a, a group of maasai years ago now <laughs> and one yeah. of the, one of one of them you were there weren't you Stuart, if you remember oh yeah and one yeah. of them said, "This was this was prior to us drinking two and a half pint of old Rosie." <laughs> <laughs> no, this was a different event entirely. You're thinking of you're thinking of you're thinking of a different event entirely. But he right. he, he yeah. said that. Um, what do you what do you how do you feel about your colonial past? And a lot of people in the room said they felt ashamed. And I was like thinking, well, how can I feel ashamed of something that I didn't have any direct um, control over? And I probably at the time wouldn't have had direct control over as well. Should feel more ashamed about the uh, not doing anything about the, the the impact our past is having on the present on other people. But my takeaway from it, I, over the last two or three years, and I have revisited that in my in my thinking, mm. is that actually 
that's not the answer. The answer for me is to actually recognize it in the first place and then do something about it now myself, you know, whatever I can do about it, even if it's just a matter of just recognizing it in the first place, you know, <laughs> is that your action for the listeners? Yeah. What have you got an action lined up? Ready and waiting? Yeah, I, oh, well, we're not ready and waiting because this is unscripted. This is meandering. This is roaming conversation. And uh, my, my action would be j- just um, if you think you have an opinion, actively go out there and find something that challenges it. Because if your opinion stands up to that challenge, your opinion is sound for the time being, for now, for the moment. But keep doing it. It's a repetitive exercise. Keep challenging your own assumptions, opinions, views. Expand yourselves as people. I'm changing my tone in the way I'm doing this podcast. Um, then help us expand our minds and expand how, how our thinking by sending us a question. What is the email address, Stuart? The email address, William, is thepeoplescountryside at gmail.com. And how can I leave a voice message on Anchor? Anchor, like the ship, dot fm forward slash the people's countryside there's a big button on there you can actually well, i don't know how big it is actually it could be quite small but there's a there's a button on there you can actually record uh yourself your own voice to appear on this podcast either say something nice about us don't say something horrible because don't do that that's not very we'll nice bleep it out we we'll bleep it out or we won't ever put it we, 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 we won't air your views no i'm only joking i'm only joking yeah we, we air everybody's views every question that comes in anyway i'm going off i'm going off on a tangent so you can send in a recording of your voice mm. and send in the question that you want us to discuss we'd like more voices on this 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 show actually interestingly enough the um have you ever considered series that is still a bit of a nucleus of an idea but it's definitely expanding we might be getting another voice in on that show, right? I'm not mm. going to reveal who that is, but it's definitely mm. somebody who somebody who has never appeared on this podcast before. And we keep talking about Chase Ionize. Keep looking for that. The material will, may have been released already, but it will be coming out soon. There will be some behind-the-scenes material on our Patreon page. So you have to become a, a, a what do you call it, Indigenous Champion uh, support tier member to uh, listen to that behind the tier stuff but keep listening we're evolving we're doing many things share this podcast with five of your friends no 10 10 <laughs> 15 any advances on 15 25 <laughs> yeah. we'll leave it at that join us next time the next question is going to be from a geezer in north london <laughs>